I, Doris, swear that I shall be a friend to my fellow Dorises, even at a social distance. I, Doris. I shall use my voice to amplify the voices of my fellow Dorises. I, Doris. And I, Doris, shall never vote Tory. I, Doris. I, Doris. <laughs> just come, Doris. And welcome to the Doris Inc. podcast. Hello, Hi, Doris. Hi. Hello, Doris. How lovely to see you all. It's been ages. It has, hasn't it? It's been a while. It has. It's been too long since our last Dorisy outing. It has. It's mostly my fault, I'm afraid. I um, got a, a horrible dose of the COVIDs. I mean, that's um, a pretty no. reasonable excuse for not doing this podcast, I think. Yeah, it was rubbish. I'd really recommend not getting COVID. Um, okay, if, anyone was thinking of going out there without your mask and just kind of snogging people randomly in the street that's not how I got COVID by the way uh, are you sure I I think I just got it on the school run (laughs) are you feeling okay now Doris I am thank you I've I've still got some um weird symptoms my my taste buds aren't um what they ought to be which is a shame because I love my food there's there's mm. not many pleasures I have left in life now but <laughs> <laughs> food was one of them um, I, I can't imagine not being able to taste food that's I mean I know it's a really common symptom but it sounds super weird to me so everything just tasted water uh, oh. so we had we had beans on toast for lunch the other day with the Tabasco in and, and we were just like, mm, yeah, nice watery beans on watery <laughs> toast. <laughs> and Mr. Doris still not taste either. No, no, he's he's the same. He's no taste buds. Wow. But, but we're we're ploughing through and we're, you know, stuffing our, our fat little faces nonetheless. So what have we got um today for the podcast? Oh, yeah. uh, we have got three lovely guests. First of all, we've got the lovely Julie Riley, um, who is sometimes known as I Am Her. We've got the lovely Miri, um, who'll be joining us and um, maybe even singing us a little song as well, if we ask her nicely. I like a song. And then um, the lovely, lovely Lilith I, um, who also might be treating us to a little ditty as well. I, we can. I kind of I kind of want to hire her to live in my house forever and like sing me lullabies to get me to sleep every night with her lovely voice that's how I feel about Lilith I <laughs> she's got an amazing voice doesn't she probably won't tell her that because it would be weird <laughs> she might like it to be fair I could go either way <laughs> maybe, maybe let's not try it <laughs> that sounds like an excellent lineup yeah. I'm looking forward to it yay and I guess we should maybe point out, you know, because people listen to podcasts at various times that we're kind of recording this podcast on like what seems like a very weird day. So I don't know how you guys feel about today, but it seems very odd to me. So we're on the eve of second lockdown in England and we're kind of sat waiting for the results of the US election to come in. And it kind of just feels a little bit like kind of we're teetering on the brink and we maybe could possibly fall into the volcano at any given second. Yes? No? Thoughts? Yeah, yeah I kind of feel like this whole year has been a bit like that though so it, it's mm. it's almost like yeah this is kind of a, a huge momentous day but yeah. there's just been trauma after trauma this year um 
So I, I'm, I'm not sure that, you know, I kind of feel like I've built up scar tissue. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a bit like that. Like, we're a bit numb to it. If this day had happened, like, you know, in January, we would all be absolutely freaking out and losing our tiny little minds by now. But now you're like, cool, another hot trash fire. Brilliant. Stick it on the pile. Off we go. Oh, and I'm kind of obsessed with the election. I've Me too. slept, but I, I don't want to talk about it too much because obviously this will go out after... Yep all the results are known so anything I've got to say at this point will be completely moot but you yep. know fingers crossed for no civil war basically um I mean it's not bad that that is kind of what like you consider the best result to be now if people don't yeah. start shooting each other and ransacking the country then then that's that's worked out quite well hasn't it that's really yeah. not how things should go um so fingers crossed yeah, sorry, I, I brought a little bit of gloom into the Doris chat there for a minute, and I'm aware that it should really be about, like, glitter and unicorns and what colour we're painting our nails this week, so awfully sorry. I you know what, I was, was going to say that after the, after the last part of the podcast, I kind of felt we'd been talking quite a lot about COVID and everything. I was going to say for this one, let's not talk about COVID at all. Let's just, you know, just talk about positive things. And then I went and fucking got COVID. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I want to talk about that. <laughs> this, this shit's real. Also, I don't think you, like, you kind of can't avoid talking about it right now because it's shaping everyone's experiences of what we're doing day to day. Like everything is affected by it so even though we might go absolutely not we're going to talk about kittens for a whole episode and nothing else like it can't realistically happen because it's like tell us about all the gigs and tours you're doing oh no we can't because of covid so everything it, it impacts everything that we particularly as as musicians or people who go out and do gigs or that network with other people like it, it's we're so massively impacted by this as everyone is but you yeah. can't not and bring it into the conversation and also you know we can't stop we can't help hating the fucking fash you know <laughs> um, so true election is going on yep uh it's pretty hard not to think about how much we hate the fash so you know Can you print us up some t-shirts with that on glittering I, kittens I like is I all well it. and good but uh you know <laughs> but actually hating the fash is more important ultimately <laughs> yeah exactly. i agree that's a very bold point Anyway, should we listen to some music? Oh, oh that would um, be delightful. What have you got for us? <laughs> well, the lovely Judy Riley, who's our first guest, has sent over a track, and I actually asked her to send over one of her tracks, but she's such a, a, a giving and, you know... Uh, she's I, a love. She's a love. That, that's one thing that COVID has left me with, is no vocabulary, whatever. So uh, <laughs> if, if, I, if I just... <laughs> start talking nonsense uh, please just, just fill in the gaps I'll just add okay. some random words in and assume that's what you meant right this sure. great I'm gonna have such a lovely evening <laughs> just make it up yeah yeah um, yeah so she's very nice anyway so she's sent a track by um, a band that's local to her in Hastings and this band are called Hot Wax and they are three 16 year olds um, and they've, <gasps> they've made a really cool record. Yes. So, um, so that's what she's sent us. So should we have a listen to that? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. And, then, and then maybe we'll see if, if Judy's around to talk to us about it. Good plan. Wonderful.
was great. Awesome. It was amazing, wasn't it? I love that singer's voice. I can hear. Um, <gasps> what can you hear? There's this thing on the door that makes it's the, the noise. Doorbell. The doorbell. Doorbell. Ding dong. The ding donger. Oh, oh my the god. Ding donger. Doris got no words at all this evening. Right. I'm just. I'm just going to sit here and nod. Let's. Let's see who's at the door. <gasps> it's Judy <gasps> Riley. Hi. Hi, Judy. Hi. Oh, oh, Julie Julie and a oh, yeah. dog hello. friend. Hello. Say hello. <laughs> so you're in, Lon- you're in London at the moment, AJ. I know, it gets a bit confusing, doesn't it? We're trying to move to St. Leonard's, but we've basically just got a bolt hole there. And there's there's five in my family, and my, my children are all young women. So basically, we were like five mostly adults in this house through lockdown and by day 90 it was like, <laughs> we've really got nothing left to say to each other and in fact it's just driving us mad and they're all stuck in their, their childhood home so we've kind of yeah so we've, we're split my youngest is in is in St. Anna's she started college there so my husband has to stay with her and I'm here with the um, eldest and the dog and in fact the middle one's just left completely and she's gone to stay with her boyfriend so we can't keep teenagers away from their friends oh, so. No, so yes it's all very weird and and the flat there is too small for us all to be in now it's fun well, you know when kids are tiny then you can just stick them in a drawer and no one cares you know you could <laughs> family of five just arrive at someone's house it's like don't worry we're just part of children in the furniture it's fine and we'll just sleep here on the sofa and, and everyone would have us and then and then they got a bit bigger and everyone's like just stop coming Broken all your friends' drawers. Looking at around the corner by the sea, and that's for now. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Julie, Julie, welcome to the Dorising podcast. Yes. Sorry, I did nothing but blabber at the beginning. Thank you, Dorising, for having me. We love. That's what you're here for, Dorising as we we might call it but um julie we haven't met before so i just uh i'm doris i know i'm sure i've seen you in action so many times you know (laughs) (laughs) um but do do you want to introduce yourself for for my benefit and for the listeners yeah of course of course so i'm julie riley of i am her um and um it's my dog liker so i play with a drummer most of the time but i can perform solo a lot um, um, and I kind of found him because I was, um, I got to a point of, of playing solo where I couldn't go any further. And it's like, actually, I just need to record my stuff. So I anyway, hooked up with him and then we put out an album. And uh, before that, I was in a band called Rosa Motor many moons ago in the 90s. Um, in the Camden scene.
maybe maybe I can ask you a horribly cliche question then. Would you like to maybe like describe your sound to us? Oh, oh like if well, I've heard you before. What 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 what? How would you describe it? Well, um, I you know always kind of squirm at that as most people do. But yeah, it's a dreadful question. I can only apologise. People yeah, need I'm to understand. To yeah, of course. And um, so I say clearly, I'm not comparing myself to these people, but it's more the ilk of kind of Patti Smith meets PJ Harvey kind of sound because it's quite paired back and it's it's kind of um, I play an acoustic guitar most of the time just because I couldn't be bothered to work out um, pedal, uh, an electric guitar has just got too many pedals there's, there's kind of too many options <laughs> I've got to keep this simple but it's never going to happen so I just stuck with the acoustic guitar um, um, and just shove it through an amp sometimes and sometimes play with the pedal but because it is quite paired back like that, it is it's kind of like how PJ was in the early days because she's always played the semi-acoustic. And then somebody, in fact, when I did the um, Balcony Festival um, for, for, for Lovely Loud Women, the, the guy that um, organised it, he went, ooh, country noir from I Am Her. And I was thinking, oh, the town. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> quite like that. Yeah. So that what, quite nice. what does that even mean? Has anybody else heard that before? Country noir. I don't know, but we'll take it. It's, it's like that Dorset at night. Yeah. <laughs> kind, of, kind of country, but the kind of country you'd do if it was really dark and you were a bit drunk. Bit, bit Nick Cavey. Oh, okay. Oh, that's much nicer. Yeah. 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 yeah, all right. I got it now. Thanks. I, I needed the clarification. I genuinely wasn't sure for a moment, though, like, what we were going for. It's funny you mentioned PJ Harvey. The, the band that you sent over to us, um, what are they called? Hot Wax. Yeah. We, we were just listening to that just before you joined. Um, and they really reminded me of, of PJ Harvey. Um, yeah. Except, of course, they're, they're all born five minutes ago, so maybe their <laughs> grandmother might have told them about, about PJ Harvey. No, they're, <laughs> just, they're ridiculously young, aren't they? And just ridiculously good. Yeah, I mean, they might have regressed to being 17 by now, but even so. <laughs> but even so, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Now, do you know what? I've just heard the doorbell. <gasps> I, remember, the door. I remembered the word for it. You did. Well done. <laughs> I'm so proud. Let's see who's at the door. It's Miri. Hello. Hey. Hi, Hi Miri. <laughs> Hi, Miri. <laughs> hey, hello. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you all? Good. 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 Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We know each other because you, Cassie, put us on on the same night at yeah. the Queen's Head. Oh, of course. And that was my first oh, intro to Mary, and yeah, I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. Oh, oh. thank you, Julie. Yeah. Was that the acoustic gig, or am I thinking of something else? Yeah, no, it's acoustic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. Yeah. That was a lovely evening, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. The sound was amazing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gigs, eh? <laughs> I can't help getting all sentimental whenever we mention them. I, know, I, I get a little bit misty-eyed, frankly, about the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, Miri, for, for anyone who who hasn't experienced Miri before, uh, <laughs> explain yourself. Uh, tell us who you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm a music maker, a songwriter, vocalist, um, I've been working in music for very long, uh, very long, for a very long time. And I also do a lot of work within music and mental health. 
Um, and I also have a background of running live music events. So for, I think it was just under nine years, my friend and I, we ran a night called Blue Monday um, every month um, uh, for LBTQ women and allies. And uh, yeah, we stopped that. I think it was last year, January, you know, when you've just been doing something for so long and I just felt I needed to kind of focus more on my, you know, musica. So, yeah. Great. And where are you based? East London. Ah, yeah. Excellent. Where all the cool kids are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been here for like 21 years. So um, I've seen this uh, where I live now, like in Forest Gate, it's changed so much especially um, since the Olympic Games. Like we used to have mainly just chicken and chip shops and betting shops. And then the community just got really fed up and then just created um, a coffee shop. And, and then lots of people who lived in the area for years, like lots of creatives, lots of people um, from the LGBT plus community suddenly just kind of met each other. And ever since then, yeah, it's been it's been different. It's I mean, be. yeah, you've still got some chicken shops though, haven't you? It's... Yeah, and and that's not to undermine what Forest Gate was before, <laughs> but I know that when I was younger and when I came out, I didn't necessarily feel comfortable. Like I felt I had to go to Soho, um, you know, or, or when I've had like partners, you know, not necessarily feeling comfortable to walk down the street holding hands. Whereas now. You know, just knowing that, like, we've had, um, I think it's three Forest Gate Prides, um, oh. which, again, when I first moved here, well, actually, I wasn't out when I first moved here, but, <laughs> but you know, when I did come out, um, yeah, I just would have never thought that would have happened. So, yeah, it's been really lovely to just kind of, yeah, I love Forest Gate, basically. Yeah. I'm selling Forest Gate more than yeah. myself. Yeah, we're all coming to Forest Gate tomorrow. Yeah. We're, we're all coming to Forest Gate. So, House you know. prices have just rocketed now. Yeah, through the roof. I am here for you, like you've been here for me. Just breathe. You can call on me, I'll be the safe space that you Which is why 
Tell us about the, the kind of mental health projects that you've been involved in recently. Um, I guess like, so there was one organisation that I was working, doing some work for, for just before lockdown. So maybe just over a year. And that involved running music sessions or what they'd call like weekly open mics in a mental health hospital. Um, and, and so there's, I did the the ward which had acute patients and then a ward for women, which was, if I get this right, psychic, intensive psychiatric care unit. Um, and that work was incredible because just connecting to the patients and just seeing how powerful music, music was or is um, and seeing, because some of the patients are quite medicated and obviously the, the environment, the, the staff are incredible, but the environment is, is quite restrictive. So them having a space where, where they can just be free um, and we'd like dance and have my little egg shakers. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, that, that's something that I was very passionate about. Um, and then, and then for Girls Rock London, um, I've worked on some of their summer camps. Um, so they work to empower um, girls, non-binary and trans folk through music. Um, they work with adults and um, young people. Um, so far, the camps that I've done uh, have been for, for young people. was meant to work on the women's or the adults camp. But um, yeah, then lockdown happened. Um, so yeah, there's just sort of, I mean, all these things, it, I, I kind of do them or, or get asked to do them because I'm an artist. So it's nice. It's not like years ago when I was working, like doing retail, like I wouldn't just, you know, people don't know, like I wouldn't know I'm a musician. So, you know, I'm still able to kind of be me, which is, which is really nice. You know, if I'm not gigging or in the studio, then it's nice to do um, to do work that A, I feel passionate about and also that I'm still able to be creative and still be an artist and, you know, support other people. I just heard the doorbell. I think there's oh, something at the door. Another oh, person. Another guest. Have a look and see who's there. Oh, she's there. There she is. Hi, Lilith. It's Lilith. Hi, hello. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Oh, and another dog. It's another puppy. Oh, it's our first two dog podcast. It is. (laughs) I could join in. This is a momentous day. And I hope they don't start barking during the thing. I've got three. Um, No way. It's a four dog podcast. Ah, I'm out. Four dogs and and a cat. And a cat. (laughs) (laughs) There's another cat around somewhere, but I have no idea where he's gone to. It needs to go in your shoulder. This one is the cutest. That is the cutest dog. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to have 
favourite children, Lilith? <laughs> Lilith, what are your dogs called? Right. The other one that was just here was Gizmo. Edith is over there sleeping on the other settee. Edith is a great name for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucy, your cat looks so cute <laughs> and so filled. Oh, she's, yeah. She's <laughs> I like the way she's positioned herself so she knows that she's on screen. She, she? she does. She's an absolute tart. All she wants is fusses and attention, so she knows exactly what she's doing here. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad that I managed to track you down after I, I didn't tell you what I what I did today. I, I replied to a text. I thought I was just replying to you to send you a text. I hadn't realised I was actually replying to a, a, a group message that you'd sent out to like a load of your mates that I don't know. So I, I hugely, I don't know, I mean, your <laughs> friends, I've been in contact with all of your friends today, I'm so they're sorry. Like, and they're like, I'm like, what, what's happening at 8.30? I know, so I said, everyone, all of your friends have got this message saying, still for the podcast tonight, <laughs> I didn't even say your name, so they've all replied and said like, who, who are you, what, what podcast, what, what am I doing? And they started phoning me, and I, I'm quite nervous around oh, phones anyway. Love it. They're all phoning you, saying, oh. yeah, what do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's up for it. Uh, we almost got a pad podcast just full of, like, 30 of Lilith's friends. Yeah. <laughs> we should have given them the Zoom link. It would have been a party. Who knows how that would have turned yeah. out? <laughs> so, yeah, so apologies to all of your friends and family or sure whoever was on that list. It was probably the most exciting thing to happen to them. Nothing much, ex nothing much exciting happens now. It's kind of, like, weird. Lilith, do you want to, to tell us a bit about yourself and, and your music? Oh, um, so I'm Lilify. I've had a bit of a mad year. I had, I will tell you about it at some point, Cassie, but I'm not, like, there yet where I can tell you all the things that have happened to me this year. It's been... I can't even. But, um, uh, and I, I make music. Quarantine. I guess I got nowhere better to be. Get close to me I might have 
germs you see And I won't get close to you You probably have germs too We should not be outside Never go outside Flowers bloom Cause it will be summer Today, I spent today building a shed. I, lived, I leveled the ground. I, it's been a project I've been wanting to do for a long time. Finally, it's like actually happening. And I leveled the ground and then I laid the cement today. So I was doing a lot of physical exercise. And then my guitar is totally broken. Like, oh no. no. I know. And, the, and I haven't managed to get it fixed. I bought a new, whatever this is called, pickup, um, but I haven't managed to get it fixed because everything's been closed because of um, COVID. And then like, um, so I haven't actually, so my guitar's kind of a bit fucked. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if swearing's a thing. Yeah, it's yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, it's, it's a bit messed up, but like, yeah, like, I don't know. I've had a weird, very bad year. Oh. Oh, it's nice to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. Not now. <laughs> it's a story for another time. Don't worry about it's it. Story time. for another time. Sounds like you're getting yeah. some really good skills out of it, though. Yes. If you, I... can, if you can level concrete and build a shed, I mean, you know, that's something you probably didn't expect to be doing this year. <laughs> Next year, you begin. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, I that's something I do. Know. She'll be building an entire house from scratch with her bare hands next year. These are very useful skills. I've, I've been trying to get a, a trace person around to, to do that exact thing in my front garden for, for months now. If you only can I do knew, it. I could just, well, no, if I, I'm going to call you now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's fine. Just watch a few YouTube videos, get us to bathe, <laughs> and it will, you'll figure it out. It's not, I mean, I don't know. I'd be quite scared of concrete. That's that's quite hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doris. Well, Sorry. My, my brain oh, is Oh, the just... mum jokes. The oh. mum jokes. I think it might be more the COVID brain fog. Yeah, my, my brain has just dribbled out of my ear, I'm afraid. Oh, what was oh. left of it, anyway? Fine. During lockdown, I... Um, bought a lot of studio equipment well not a lot but a little bit of studio equipment and um started recording stuff um i used to just record things in my different friends of mine like kind of bedrooms or home studios and stuff um but because of lockdown i ended up um 
doing, uh, yeah, doing it, doing, getting my own stuff to like do it myself. And um, that's what I've done. And I've just been putting tracks out. I've put out a bunch of tracks um, this year. I think I've put out seven tracks this year. And this is the most, re one if I play, I think I'm playing in a minute. And if I do play, I'll play the one that I just put out, which yeah, I recorded. Would, would you like to? Yeah, I'll play for you. If I can remember, <laughs> it might go quite wrong. We, we won't know even if you haven't remembered. Great point. that when you just it's just you just it's so simple it's just the voice and the guitar but the sound is so full it's just it's just you know there's there's just no room for anything else and it's just it was gorgeous thank you oh thank you so much i'm I definitely know. not playing a song after that i'm not <laughs> oh Julie, no, you are you are i'm absolutely <laughs> everyone's playing a song <laughs> 
Julie, yeah. you just told us how you got the fancy microphone. Yeah. That we'll give you a little rest. All the floors up. not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but much more of a punk ethic going on with all, yeah, warts and all. We, we um, love punk and warts. Yeah, I think and punk all. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear your song. Like, my guitar's messed up and I can only tune it by ear now because I've got no tuner. And it's uh, so you can tune it by ear though, Lily. I'll give you a link to which is like okay. a, I've been doing a lot during this lockdown this year like it's like an app which is like again a game but it's like ear tuning games oh really yeah oh, and it's great really, I really like it's like kind of like a brain teaser thing but it's actually cool to do like train your ears my ears are not that good I'm oh no that would be great so you basically like is, is the is the kind of the end game that you can almost teach yourself to have perfect pitch yeah i mean i definitely don't i definitely don't but like because whenever i tune my guitar by ear and then i play it and it sounds fine kind of and then when i use a tuner and see if it's how tuned it's like it's not in tune (laughs) it's not in tune at all but like it's like in relative tune to maybe kind of I don't know. Sure. I will give it to you. Like share that it. information. Yeah, let us know. We'll, we'll share yeah. it with the podcast. Yeah. I will, I will, you do. It is do a thing that you have to learn to listen, which some people are kind of innately much better at doing. Mm. And some of us might be okay at doing it, but just too much stuff kind of comes in. I'm always like, my brain's everywhere, which makes me kind of rubbish half the time. But, um, yeah, if, and, but if you do what you say you're doing, I can imagine... That would really help someone like me to help kind of keep that focus and kind of keep tuned into it. Like, yeah. It's like me playing to click tracks. I don't even know the <gasps> click tracks going like this. Oh, no, going, I couldn't. I'm just so, it's so hard. No, I, I couldn't. Uh, I don't know. I wish I'd started playing guitar with a metronome. God, no. Well, that's yeah, that. How do you hard. do it, Mary? I mean, do you, do you keep time and stuff like that? Oh, I'm terrible with, um, I mean, I do in, in my head, but when yeah. I'm sort of having to record keys for, for a track, I'm not a fan of, of the metronome. Like, obviously, I need to use it, but I sort of have to really, really concentrate. And then I'll sometimes, I'm just used to sort of, I guess, that freedom of just, yeah. I don't know, flowing with it more so than keeping exact time. Yeah, see, I can only do that for a few, I mean... I can only do that for a few bars, and then and then that's my sense of I have to loop them. It's like basically, I have like two chords or like two loops, and that's it. That's the whole track. I'm just kind of sitting over it. And if I'm not doing that, then that's why I work with um, Jeff, who I work with, who's on drums, because he can just drum along to everything, and he almost can read how out of time I am and just kind of just go with it he's like just don't worry just do what you do and because he actually doesn't like counting either he goes intuitively by lyrics which I think is quite unusual for a a drummer but if I get the words wrong to something he's like oh no that's the wrong verse and he just completely stops dead and I'm like well how many was it he's like I'm not counting I'm listening to what you're singing (laughs) so that works really well for me because I'm I don't have that discipline at all. And now I'm, I'm, I have the luxury of working with someone who doesn't demand it of me. He just kind of goes with, with what I do, which makes me lazier again. So actually, it'd be quite <laughs> I, good I kind to of want to throw click tracks in the bin, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm supposed to be a drummer too. I was gonna- 
course you have rogue click tracks in the bin. You are a living click track. You exactly. Click track. Completely out of time. But, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's punk, it's, it's, isn't it? There's, there's no yeah. click tracks in punk. <laughs> no. Again, it's the spirit of the whole thing entirely. <laughs> yeah. But it's really impressive when people can do it, you know, and you can, you can, and there's a, there is a logic to it because you can understand. It then does give people the freedom to build tracks. Definitely. Easier because yeah. That's what screws me. I mean, and so I've given up attempting my own recordings anymore because <laughs> bloody out of time. It's really hard work. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how to, like, this is one thing that's been kind of good about it is that I don't know how to, like, comp stuff at all. So everything that I've recorded, like, this year has been, like, takes, which has, like, made me slightly better at playing. But also just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... Yeah, it's just different, like, because I can't chop anything up because everything, so everything's just, like, one take. Because I have no idea how you... I'm, like, when I manage to actually get it to record and get to the... I'm, like, yes! How did... I don't actually know, really. I I, I just learned from YouTube videos how to record stuff. But actually, now that I've kind of bought the thing, bought the, like, whatever the thing is, I don't really want to go back to studios. Um, It's a scarlet... (laughs) I know which one mind. you mean. Focus right. Is it focus yes, right? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And it came with like a free version of um logic where you could you could only do like eight tracks um but perfect. It. I just think if you have any kind of limitation is quite good to work with things, otherwise it's like a blank canvas. It's like well, yeah. what are the possibilities? Yeah. It's like, well, they're endless and so is your starting point yeah. <laughs> and therefore your ending point there's you know, no room like... for more than eight tracks in punk anyway no. <laughs> yeah i think eight's too many frankly but yeah well, i have this absolutely ridiculous keytar which is about 100 times cleverer than i am um and i, I genuinely <laughs> don't it. understand what most of the buttons do i just i kind of <laughs> use weird sounds on it one is a piano one is like a space gun and really that's what i needed to do like i you yeah know, I, apparently i can slice tones 64 times over a number of times so that each tone can be thousands of different tones within its own tone but yet there are also thousands of tones and I'm like I just I'm sorry give me the piano sound and the space gun sound and then we're good thank you excellent most importantly the space gun sound most importantly (laughs) (laughs) know your palette and just max it out I think that's quite a good way to go yeah I kind of feel like maybe I should take some lessons at some point in learning how to play my own instrument properly but also I also feel that's overrated I'll just muddle along. There, there are arguments against kind of knowing too much because there is there is um, kind of stuff that comes out of naivety and there are limitations that come from kind of knowing too much because you're trying to stick to the rules a bit too much. So you don't really there's a fear of going outside of them and you don't you don't kind of think outside the box enough. Yeah, absolutely. That's my point. That's exactly what I meant, and I'm stealing that and using it forever absolutely. more now. Uh, what you just said. Please write that down for me. <laughs> Basically, how I trade myself. <laughs> It's been more more or less the, the methodology of every single band that I've been in. You know, it's essentially punk, isn't it? It's, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. pick up what you've got. Make it up as you go along. And with what you've got. And, um, and you know, somehow there's an inner energy and a creativity that comes well, out. I, I must say that that's been the, the logic of every band that I've been in that's been mostly driven by women. Um <laughs> A band that I'm, I'm thinking Lucy might remember as well that was very much kind of led by 
by the men was was mm. kind of the, the opposite of that. It was just it was yeah. It was very very technique yeah, so, and precision exactly. and um. Which yes, back, back in the day, Doris. <laughs> back in the day, Doris and I were in a different band together. It's how we met, isn't it? Do you remember those it times is. before yeah. we met each other? Yeah, oh, very different times. We were very different times, and we were in a very different band. And you know, there was it was almost like a bizarre level of musical perfection that went on there, and everything. Wow. Ha- and it was, and yet way, we were in the band. <laughs> and yet we were in the band. Amazing. Yeah, I can be. Take them at the front, could... turn them down. Yeah, you can totally get into that, like, you know, technical precision. Then you just get all these dudes noodling away and it's just so dull, you know, a bit of heart and creativity. is. Yeah, I think it's about the feeling. I think you can do everything. It's the same with the voice as well. You can do everything technically, but like you say, if there's no heart, if there's no intention, like authentic intention behind what you're doing, I just think it can feel a bit hollow if you're listening back to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Shall, shall we listen to some more music then? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Would, would yeah. anybody else like to play us a song? I don't mind doing mine to get it oh, out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can sort of relax. Oh. Um, oh. Can you hear that? Pressure. <laughs> yeah, we can hear it. Um, so this is Good Ones. I released this last year. Um, and it just always feels relevant to what's going on in the world. Um, and it's also pretty straightforward to sing. And because, you know, we're not gigging at the moment, it's nice to do something that I don't have to yeah, worry too much about. What do the good ones stumble? What do the good ones fall? Why do the ones who cause destruction feel nothing at all? Why do the brave crumble? Why do the brave go unheard? Why do the cowards prosper in the dirt? I keep on loving, I keep on living for today.
keep on living for today for today It's nice to hear a bit of uh, sort of positivity, even if it's slightly melancholy <laughs> and bittersweet. <laughs> and what's the keyboard that you're playing that on, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it's a Yamaha. Um, yeah, it's a Yamaha P Piegero. MP12. So, is that one of like the electric pianos or is it a, a keyboard with its own right? Uh. <laughs> okay, never mind. Ignore that question. Does it have a button um, that goes pew pew? Yes, yes. I wish it did. I would have a lot of fun. I'd be very creative. No, it, it's the main reason I got this was because I wanted to get a, a lighter keyboard and I had. Um, I think my other one was the Yamaha, but it was really heavy and I was starting to feel the strain on my back when I was going to gigs. And so my friend was like, why don't you just do a just giving um, to sort of just, yeah, to get a keyboard. So I did. And then, yeah, managed to get to get this one, which yeah. I'd seen in the shop on Wardour Street. Very good. When we it could all be around people. But yeah, it's definitely lighter. Easier yeah, that's, that's how I ended up with a keytar in the first place, was just this yeah. whole keyboard plus keyboard stand equals no public transport. Yeah, exactly. Your gigs are suddenly very difficult. I really so, want a Nord, though. I'd really love oh, to get a Nord. And, and one of those, like, backpack cases where you yeah. can carry the... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with a... Or you need, I mean, whenever shopping for a new keyboard, that's your base point to start from. Does it Just make ask and be like, like, have you got it with a button? It goes pew pew. Yeah. And then everything else is kind of secondary after that. Number of keys, how it sounds, the weight of it. Secondary. I feel I like think, I, I think can, pew yeah. pew and weight, actually. But I'm <laughs> pew pew there. and weight. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but, I mean, it's, it is that thing, I think, of just that the, you know, how liberating it is to just be able to. Again, that's why I like just playing with the acoustic guitar. Yeah. You, just, you can just go anywhere. You kind of feel slightly like, oh, God, I wish I had a cooler guitar. But it is quite nice to just pop it on your back, get on a tube, and you can go on a tube and mm. arrive at where you are with just, just a guitar and a lead. It's like really... So, Julie, on, on that note, we couldn't convince you to give us a, a little song, could we? Yeah, how about that? Go on, then. Um, yeah. I, never, I never say no. I'm, yeah. I'm, quite, I'm quite pliable, quite compliant. <laughs> um, this is called um, Red Shoes. I'm not afraid of 
That's a new song, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not very prolific, so I kind of started lockdown thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach myself uh, Photoshop and uh, all this kind of stuff, and and I'll I'll relearn the piano. No, that didn't happen. I'll focus. I'll learn to record more. I'll I'll do some writing. Oh, no, one song. I've managed one song. <laughs> Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Good one. I've got, a, I've got a song. I've got another one on the way. But it's like, come on. It's like, no, maybe I'm just a bit slow. So, uh, that really seems to have been the way for a lot of people as well. Yeah. So it's like permanently available. and But productivity is kind of like this much. But, but then like mental availability that much again. So it's, um, hence, I'm now trying to move out of London and, be more in St Leonard's and I, I just find being outdoors and by the sea and in an environment, environment like that does help me to be a bit more um, creative so mm. touch did, wood did you not mention that you've got a new project you've got oh well actually Cassie, that was, well kind of because that was what I thought um because I'd been struggling mm. to kind of get anything going um I thought well actually what I'll do is I'll look back because the Crown Estate was my first foray back into music after my like 90s band thing and and having kids um and I I did it I recorded it it was almost like a lockdown in itself because the guy I was working with Sasha who used to be in Rosa Mota with me we were in the band in the 90s he was in um Hong Kong kind of locked in because his wife was working and he was 
he was the house husband looking after the kid, but in this in this foreign country, and there wasn't anything for him to do, and he had to keep picking the kid up every day. And he didn't really know many people, and they were only there for 10 months. Um, but it was perfect for me, because he was kind of captive and a bit bored. So he... <laughs> So it's like I had him all to myself. And so I took a whole three weeks out of uh, working, but at the time the kids were quite small. So I was also on a bit of string picking them up every day. But we had a few hours each day and he'd send me stuff um, over the internet and I'd get just a noise. And it's just, it's just that kind of impetus to start writing. And so we just, over the internet and on two different continents, wrote, kind of put together this album on GarageBand. Um, and we called the project Crown Estate because he loved piano magic and that was one of their songs.
started to put it out, but that was in 2015. I started, no, it was 2014. I'd kind of gotten around to doing a single and then another little single. And it was, it was getting a little bit going. And then I thought, well, and then I'll launch the album. But then I got run over by a car. Oh, shit. In France. What a twist. And, um, and couldn't, and just couldn't work for three months because it kind of messed all my shoulder. And, 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 it, and again, the brain fragmentation of just trying to kind of just get, well, you'll know, Mary, you know, any kind of like physical, medical thing is, is, is hugely interruptive, even when you're healing. So I just couldn't do anything. And I was like, oh God, I've really got to, really got to do something. So, um, that then led into me doing I Am Her because I thought, well, I, I, I haven't got the mental capacity to, to know how to put this thing out. And actually, we can't perform live because he's, he's now in America and I'm here. So actually, what I want to do is I want to get back to singing and I want to get back to performing. So I just started performing um, my own stuff. I thought, well, I'm just going to have to do it by myself then. It doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, and, you, and there's that thing if you're doing it by yourself of like, there's no one around to validate you if you work with people it's like they're going well I think you're good enough so let's do it and you're like well that must be good enough then great off we go but if it's just you you have to tell yourself that you're good enough which I think again being female male can be a hindrance in that mm. <laughs> very good I, at telling that's ourselves so true. Yeah. we're not very good um, yeah. I think I've just done it about 10 times already in this podcast <laughs> as if to prove a point so that was quite tough. But anyway, Crown Estate didn't happen, but it's all kind of sitting there. Um, we have put three tracks out, or two tracks. So I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'll put, I'll put that out, but um, um, I haven't yet, but I will be putting it out. For, for Lilith, I and Miri, I don't know who wants to answer first, like, but what, what do you have on your musical horizons right now? Are there plans or is nobody making any plans because there are no plans to be made? I'm saying that I'm gonna work on new music. So I'm gonna work on another single um, with my friend who produced the recent one, Just Breathe. And I just realized from doing that, I just wanna keep creating really and just enjoying the process and, and putting it out. And then I'm gonna also in January, just apply for funding like PRS or just see what's out there and yeah just apply for funding to do a full project like I'd love to do an album Arts but Council yeah Arts Council as well I, there's there's one funding with PRS that I just yeah I want to I want to really just give it a good go because I, I, I haven't been very, I think any artist finds application fund, you know, all that stuff, it's quite intense. Um, but yeah, so the plan is to basically just to keep creating and just to keep exploring other ways, like as artists that, you know, to, to make money basically, you know, as, as we're not kind of gigging. So things like um, sync licensing, and all of that stuff. Like I've got a what one is of my sync licensing. I have never heard of this. If oh, I'm, Kate, it's having <laughs> like a it's having like your song on a documentary or on an advert or a film, and then you you get paid. And some people like I saw someone tweet the other day, and they were just like, "I'm so glad I've got that because that allows." me to make money in my sleep and you know it, it is possible for artists but it's just I think being open to different opportunities but I've got a song that's going to be in a documentary actually um and I'll get paid for that 
So, you yeah. know, it's, it's possible. There's, yeah. Yeah. So, you, actually, well, well, so this might be useful information for other people. Like, because mm. I, I, I know, because I used to work in the industry, there are, there's a load of different ways that you can get your songs into sync. But how, so how, how did you get yourself into a sync rotation? It's just been through, it's, so far it's been through people that, that I've kind of met in other musical circumstances and then they've been working on a project and reached out. Mm -hmm. um, I do have um, one or two people I know who work in sync. So every time I do something new, record something new, I send it to them and just so they've got it. So if anything, cause I know how particular some briefs can be, but you just mm -hmm. never know if they've got my songs and something came up and they're like, oh, let me try, you know, this. Um, but yeah, so far it's been through um, through people that I know. But it's it's good it's good if you can make connections with music supervisors um, and and music yeah. supervisors who who are really kind of I think maybe yeah passionate about independent artists or what you're doing because then they'll champion you and they'll mm -hmm. keep you on their their radar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really important point. I mean that you know contacts are always great to have even though it's kind of networking is painful and everybody hates it um and like if you know people in the industry that is an absolutely excellent in but sync can be really good opportunities for and finding new artists as long as you can get yourself on a platform where you can be yeah. somehow yeah and it is possible i think it's just it's almost kind of like not relying on you know i i find for myself anyway if i I just have to just keep doing what I'm doing and just being open and keep connecting with people and just sort of following the signs in a way. Like if I see a, a, a post on Facebook or Twitter or something, you know, sometimes I've kind of connected with people through that. Mm -hmm. So, and it, and it leads to things. So yeah, that's... Um, no, I mean, I, I think these are really important tips for anyone oh. who's trying to do this sort of thing. So thanks oh. for sharing. Join me again next week. Oh. <laughs> Mary's tips. tips. <laughs> Mary's tips. <laughs> All right, theme tune. Sing the theme tune. I have no doubt you will. In fact, you, you literally did just write and sing the theme tune. I so. sang it. Now I see why you're so good at sync. I get it. They <laughs> love me. Uh, still, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm really pleased for you. So, yeah. um, so so, so Lilith, what's what's on the horizon for you at the moment? Okay, well, um, I I haven't I have been quite um, prolific, I think, during the lockdown. I had like some other stuff happening, so I I I, I don't know if it was good or bad, like doing as much stuff as I did. And I have a bunch. I've done a bunch of. I'm done. I've basically put out. Yeah, I passed seven singles this year. And um, yeah, it's a lot. And um, I've got another one, which I want to come out of, it's waiting to be mixed. And uh, my friend still hasn't mixed it for me, so I'm just waiting for that to happen. Um, and I, so I don't know if I'll put out another one this year, but I'm gonna about probably one in January or maybe February, depending on how long it takes to get back stuff. Then I just had this idea of doing a totally acoustic album. I've also been doing a bunch of animation um, like this year, but like, it's been weird. Like I, I, I've, I've been like kind of in and out of hospital and I, I've like had a bit of a mad year. So I, I haven't like, but I still have, I still put out loads of, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. Cause I was like, 
I literally, I came out of hospital and like did a live stream and it was the shittest live stream I've ever done, but I still did it. I don't In know your opinion. <laughs> in your opinion <laughs> if your opinion and there's how others perceive it. I mean it was mental I don't know what's wrong with me but like I don't know I don't know what I'm doing I literally have no idea what I'm doing at the moment with my life I guess I'm feeling like all my plans go wrong and um so I don't know about making anymore like I'm just gonna do stuff but I'm not really gonna make I before I would really make plans and now I'm just kind of more like, I'm obviously going to stay creating stuff and I'm um, doing whatever I'm doing musically and art-wise and stuff. But I'm just making less of a plan now. Like, I I'm think, not, ex- yeah. I think this is a year where there are literally no plans to be made. Like, if you yeah. can be creatively output, you're already onto a massive winner compared to so many people. Yeah, exactly. And there is yeah. no point in planning because who the fuck knows what's going to happen or not. Yeah, like, like, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, it, it's, like, it's pointless. So I think that you are yeah. definitely fighting the good fight, whatever happens. Yeah, like, I'm, 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 just keep, I'm just keeping going, basically. I have no idea what I'm doing or what I've done. I'm just trying to not end. Lewis, do you, do you work with a, a, a label or a manager no. or anything like that? You, you do everything yourself, don't you? yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, I do everything myself. Every single time I've worked with a manager or a label, they literally have, it's all gone wrong. Like, they've just, like, or they either, like, spend ages, like, make, telling me not to do anything, and then they tell me that everything I've done isn't good enough or isn't right. Oh, or they, like, yeah, basically that's what happens every single time. Every single time I work with someone, they come up and they're like, I love what you're doing want to be involved and then I do stuff like with them kind of involved and then they're like oh we don't like any of this what are you doing you know uh, so yeah, literally nice. every time I've heard you sing I mean not to blow too much smoke up your ass but every time I've heard you sing I've, I've just completely been thinking how is this person not a massive star by now you, you've got so much talent and you know and as you've just said you've had a, a really difficult year but yet you've you've just churned out all of these amazing singles and done a load of animation as well um there's just kind of so much kind of work that that you can do I think you've just been really lucky unlucky not to to meet the right the right manager so if, if yeah. the right manager is out there just just sign by <laughs> just Jesus, I mean, I'd, I'd do it myself, but I'd, I'd do a terrible job. Yeah, Cassie, <laughs> see, there we go again. You wouldn't at all. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll do it, Lily. <laughs> let's, let's, all, let's all do it with her. Yeah, yeah you this, do it. this is probably like a longer conversation for another day about how we all continually put ourselves down, where, where as the men folk do not. And actually, we are probably more capable. Discuss. No, we're definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's just like, I mean, I just, the way I have to like do things to get through things is basically just telling myself that, um, you know, you, you have to just make it about the creation and not about what happens to the creation. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just have to make it about like whatever you, you've made, like whatever song it is or album or EP or whatever you've done. You just make it about doing that and, 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 and less about 
what happens with it and not even why like I don't even I used to like contact people and stuff like that and now I don't I just put it out and if people want to listen to it then they will and if they don't then they don't and I and and it takes and it it, it takes away the um the like nastiness yeah the nastiness <laughs> of it because you're just like well you know that's what I did I, I don't know I just have to I guess I just had to unplug but I've been so distracted by other shit that I like haven't even like it's been I've realized how it's not actually important like I don't think I mean it'd be nice but it isn't actually as important as other things in life there's much more important things than um than making records and like actually like I used to get really down about like you know oh only this many people streamed my song or like I didn't get anything I put it for or I applied for this grant and I didn't get it and I used to get really down about it and, and now I just kind of think well it's not is like how weird is it I mean I still I still do feel sad about stuff like that but like I mean it's kind of so weird that like your value or your like happiness or your like worth in what you've created musically or artistically is around how many people have liked it on Instagram or like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Like that that's what we've kind of been kind of reduced to. And so I try, I, I, I mean, I try to like, like, not care about it or care about it less mm. like one weird thing that happened to me that was really kind of um heart like was like kind of like oh like a bit of a gut punch this year was that like I had applied for this um support this artist within some competition and then this girl that I knew like who like started doing music at the same time as me in like 2016 2015 like like she she was the judge <laughs> like <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. That like really put it into perspective that her career had like just gone like up and up and up. And mine obviously was like, I'm still trying to like break through, get set. She was judging and not making. And she and she was the like judge of the competition. Like one of there was a judge. Like I think there was a panel of five judges. And she was the like female judge of the competition. And I was just like, Jesus, it really shows you, like. But you know, and um, and she had been like discovered and signed. I think she signed to like Universal. Like on this night that we used to do together in Dalston, um, we used to do this like night in a coffee shop, and um, where we it was called Fight Like a Girl, where we like all played music. And she got discovered by her manager and signed to like a, a label, and and then basically just was really successful. And like I didn't, so like. You know, that's what we can do. That's like way more stuff. Like, uh, I just think I think this year I just had a things happen to me that made me just like put it in perspective that actually it's just it's just music, you know, which we all love and we want to do. But you know, yeah. and hey, you're you're here on the Dorothy podcast. Mm-hmm. She's not. Yes, yes she's so. not. We didn't even ask her name. Yeah. Asked her. I mean, I, she, she was probably one of the people I texted today. Um, she didn't turn up. So. She probably is, actually. She probably is. I, um, but yeah, it's funny. It's, fun. it's a funny world. It is really funny. It's really weird. It's a very strange year. Like, this year. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen even next year. 
Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I mean, I'll be, re- I think a lot of us will be so pleased when live performing coming, comes back because, you know, it, amongst all this stuff where you're putting stuff out and, you know, you don't get hung up on if you get famous or not, but there's still that lovely moment of playing for some people yeah. mm-hmm. music that seems to make, for me anyway, it makes it all worthwhile. Uh, yeah. So it's, oh yeah, I miss it. It's a I miss weird it so world much. without that. Yeah. I miss it so much, and it just really made me. Re- this year really made me realize how much I rely on um, live performing for my like kind of in a bad, not in a in a like I know it's not in a, but I don't know what way it is, but in like a kind of is it good that I makes me feel good? Like it's a thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Shouldn't I just? Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I feel like yeah. maybe I should just feel that good about myself anyway. Like, you yeah. know, well, we shouldn't we? Well, that's like a magic, it's a magic alchemy, though, live performance. Yeah. It's like a, you know, it's a communication between somebody who's yeah. producing something and some people. Yeah. There's this Annie DeFranco song, which, um, which I can't remember exactly what it says, but it says something like, does your, um, does your, it's some kind of metaphor about like, do you need to, does your music, does, do you need to be, um, need, does it need to be mic? Do you need to have everybody adore you for it to be important? And so, and I kind of, I don't know. And I think, yeah, I do want that, obviously. Like that is, <laughs> I, I do feel like that. that. But I, I, I think it's just some, some people just really get, a, a, and I'm one of them, just really get a, a buzz from, from yeah, I really do. And from putting something out and, and getting that feedback and, and having your voice heard by a lot of people. I mean, this is why we're doing this podcast, you know, for one of, of being able to, to go and play, <laughs> play a gig every, every week or, or so. Yeah. I was really feeling what Lilith was, was saying basically. And I've totally gone through that for years or I've seen like my peers, you know, go on to win Brit awards and Grammys and be touring. And especially as I get older and, um like if you're doing music for so long it's so easy to look at oneself and be like oh my gosh you know I haven't achieved this or even when I'm working with young people and I think like oh but I haven't done this yet but what I've learned is exactly what Lilith's saying basically it's kind of I think it's it's important not to take away what we are and what we do and we create and we create music that you know resonates with people and and that's really special and there are people out there and me for from doing it for like like I first got into music I mean I don't look my age but like over 20 years ago like my little musical path started and there's been times over the years where I'm like why am I still doing this but I've just decided I have to keep doing it and I have to keep pushing forward and creating and you know, it took me a long time, but from, and I, I'm not saying I'm completely there yet, but I enjoyed my last release so much more because I didn't have that expectation. I just wanted to create something and connect with people through what I was creating. But there was something so freeing that came with it. Like, that's not to say I didn't want any love, you know, for it, but. <laughs> I wasn't like thinking like, come on, Jules Holland, like give me a shout. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's kind of like you know, Except you it, should, he should, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, but 
but but yeah so so I, I guess I was just like really you know really connecting with what Lilith was saying and and mm. you know like when Lilith you were playing that song I mean that was just that totally got me that was you know it might not be in the charts today but that song is real and authentic and Thank you know you. that we, we sow a seed and you just never know where it's kind of you, you don't know who your music is helping and connecting and I think it's just kind of we just have to I think it's important to have this dialogue to keep having this dialogue because this idea of being stars and obviously yeah I'd love to be touring well after lockdown touring around the world <laughs> and knowing I can actually sell tickets like as to oppose like just doing like gigs for, for donations hats and stuff but at the end of the day I just think anything anything is possible but I, I don't think it should take away from what we're already doing and like what we're doing as artists you know because we're creating something that is authentic and the world needs that and people need that and you just never know you just you just never know when you might get that moment do you know like I might go through my whole life and never have a big moment like my peers but I look back and I think if I hadn't have done music I wouldn't have known all of you I wouldn't yeah. have like mm -hmm. run Blue Monday and met like that has like literally bought in challenging moments like joy in my in my heart like I remember just doing like this little tour with my friend in um like a music tour of a few gigs around East Germany and there was one gig we did there was like no one there and the, the woman like running running it she was just like lying on this sofa sort of thing while me and my friend it was but I loved it and and my friend was like, oh, I feel really bad because I've organised this and no one showed up. But for me, I'm like, I'm in East Germany. Like, it's it's warm. Whatever. You know, this is a memory. And like, for me, I look back at that memory and it makes me giggle and it 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 reminds me of, of good times. So obviously, you know, we deserve to be heard and we deserve more people to hear what we do. But in the meantime, you know, the people who we are connecting to like like literally when I heard your song Lilith when you were playing I felt I suddenly it's when you just hear truth and it's like I just felt oh this is like inspiring inspiring me to write and I don't always feel inspired to write so much anymore because I sometimes went through a stage was like well what's the point in writing songs if no one's gonna hear them <laughs> obviously you know we write to express yeah. ourselves but sometimes I think I just get a bit down on that oh I don't I, I want to watch box sets. That's my way of really <laughs> expressing myself, even though I'm just watching them. But hearing you just play, like, I know that that's a song that it is. I'd have that on repeat and that would be getting me through the day. You can download it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the song. I'm going to do it now. The swing of the song. It's called Shank's Pony, that song. Um, okay, and it comes from a it. thing, like, my dad's, like, I think it's really weird though. Like, you know, Cockney accents don't really exist now. But my, like, my well, dad's. It depends old. where you go. <laughs> yeah, like, my, my dad's like an old Londoner with a Cockney accent. And I'd, Shank's Pony is some kind of Cockney thing where you say, like, you're going to take Shank's Pony, which means walk that you're going to walk. Yeah. Like, but no one knows what it means now. Like, only, like, but, but my dad would always be like, 
telling me stories about how to, I don't know how true they were, but I had to walk everywhere when he was a kid or whatever. And like, and I, so I just, yeah, the songs just quite kind of just like that. About that. Okay. But yeah, that's what it's called, Shanks Pony. Okay, um, I'm looking it up. Um, what do you think about like the new 90s resurgence and the like, you know, Beba Doobie and like, all oh, people I love, sounding like I really 90s like bands. Her. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really like nice. I really love her. I like the sort of nostalgic feel that I get from listening to her music as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it good. takes me away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still in the, the 90s. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I was, never left the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> was I just people waited. talk about 90s fashion coming back. I was like, what are you talking about? I, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here in my boot cut jeans and my and my, my scoop neck top and yep. that's just me. <laughs> you know, yeah. some like some Doc Martens and maybe some fisherman's like jumpers with like stripy tights and shit. Yeah. Like I just wait for it to come back around in circles and then declare myself cool at the appropriate moment. <laughs> yeah. All that needs to happen here you can never go out of fashion if you're never either in or out of it exactly <laughs> exactly no these pennies will never go out of fashion we'll always be no. in these pennies no, no matter what like we, thank you all we, we thank you okay bye. Bye. all right okay bye, bye. <laughs> later everyone stay thank healthy you. everyone Yeah.